So welcome to the podcast. Uh, this is Greg and Amethyst Dixon, and this we're calling this one "How to Deal with Pandemic Negative Thoughts." It's like we have nobody has negative thoughts about the pandemic, <laughs> but uh, the subtext to this is quitting our mental habits that inhibit us from just starting over. Now, a little bit of housekeeping: this podcast here is part one of a three-part series. So what we're going to do today is talk about uh, the first four, there's four mental, there's nine mental habits. We're going to talk about four of them today. And uh, mental habits are stories that we tell ourselves that actually get in the way of us actually starting over. So the second podcast, the second part in this series, will cover the last five points. And then in the third part, we'll discuss something we call three simple steps steps <laughs> three three simple steps for killing or you know modifying or stopping your negative thoughts so uh enjoy the show and we're about to begin so welcome to part one here we are so we're talking today, Amethyst, about how to deal with our pandemic negative thoughts. And we actually put a lot of work into this. Um, Amethyst did. <laughs> and uh, I'm playing catch up. So uh, what are we doing here today, Amethyst? <laughs> well, we're going to be talking about um, uh, mental habits that we have that um, we beat ourselves up with and judge ourselves by. And... Um, <clears throat> the first step to this is becoming aware. So we're going to be talking about the different um, ways that we, you know, all think um, and tend to have these thought viruses. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So, like um, you know, doing this, though, it's it, it improves the quality of our life. Um, but the key is, is to be able to look at the situation as an observer um, and not beat ourselves up about it and just look at the truth of it and so that we can confront it and examine it for what it is right um, you know so it's easier said than done it, it is actually and I really struggled when we were working on this because I kept seeing myself <laughs> yeah, and it triggers us, right? When we uh, hear about it and they're like, oh man, I do this all the time, right? Or I don't, I'm yeah. good, I don't do that, but I do this instead. Yeah. But it's good to be able to look at it and see um, those mental habits and because they do inhibit us from starting over. They take us out of the game. Right. Um, so we're living and learning this at the same time as we're sharing it with you. We, we're just sharing some thoughts we have uh, some things we have experience with, but we're we're all struggling with the pandemic, constant, never-ending, daily, multiple yeah. times a day changes and crazy information and adjustments that we're having to make. And that's why we started thinking about um, talking about this. Starting over, yeah. Yeah, is because um, during this pandemic, uh, we're being constantly triggered with new alarming information every day when we get up and changing circumstances, right? Yeah. Um, so because of this 
sheer amount of significant changes, it can be difficult to cope with them. Yep. And, um, you know, just when we think we figured it all out, <laughs> something new develops, right? Uh, something new happens. It happened to me today. Oh, what happened? Well, I'm not going to talk about it. Oh. <laughs> you know, we just start people showing up in our lives asking for things. And, oh, that. And, you know, and then uh, yeah. plus uh, just, it's just the, the, the amount of information, the amount of change. I mean... It's like, it's like uh, there's a there's there's a world, you know, like in the VCR, you know, when you're playing a video, you press play, and then you can press fast forward. It's like somebody sat on the fast forward button, <laughs> or somebody nailed it, you know, it, ugh, yeah, and it, it just the, is. <laughs> and then there's the the pause button, right? It's like the vaccines. They're now being delayed, right? And that's yeah. totally hijacks our thinking because there's all of this thought baggage going on about it. Oh, yeah. And we're just all, um, uh, we're all fatigued. Yeah. Um, and there's anxiety, a lot of uh, mental health anxiety issues going on. Um, you know, on top of experiencing boredom, boredom. Um, and some of us, after a while, we just find ourselves. Um, self doom scrolling yeah that's like a that's let's become a new a, a, it's a new thing now the kids are calling it doom scrolling people are scrolling through their feeds looking for searching for information about the pandemic and about you know things that are going wrong and it's just it, it's tough because on the one hand how do you find a balance between being well informed and being obsessively, be obsessively obsessive about it. Obsessively, obsessively, everything about the pandemic, uh, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, yes, you know, we could choose to stuff it and, and, and ignore it. Yeah, well. And pretend like, la, 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 don't say anything, la, la, can't hear you. Like we could take that kind of, and there are people that, that do that. And um, it's just, it's a very different period in our history. And yeah. uh, the automatic negative thoughts and mental habits that are popping up, just, they're just, they're instantaneously, uh, it's because we concoct these elaborate stories in our minds and those stories actually hold us back yeah it's like they're um always cooking on the back burner of our <laughs> stove or our minds yeah and ready to boil over at any minute or oh, resurface yeah. unconsciously at any time right and so if this is left unchallenged they torture your mind yeah and if unchecked you know, they make you feel um, old, fat, depressed, <laughs> feeble-minded, anything. I'm you like can a think dog. Of. I wander in the house looking for snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Feed me. <laughs> and they steal your happiness and ruin yeah. your health. I mean, those you, are just some of the side effects and stuff. But yeah, I, I was thinking about this. You know, uh, when you were getting ready, uh, in between when we finished working on it, 
one of the things that struck me is like the challenge with this is I mean the challenge of being human is we have a brain okay? <laughs> if I only had and a we brain can, and we can you and that brain gets us into trouble but that brain could also be our savior so to speak well, if you know how to use it right now that like disciplining the mind right and the benefit of doing that is that you no longer feel at the mercy of your own thoughts right <laughs> i just had a picture there's some movie with some serial killer that used to flog himself with a cat of nine tails well they all do that <laughs> oh, oh they all do that okay oh that's a thing okay um but you know that's, a, that's what came like we beat ourselves up right, right. it's like we're, we're discipline Rigid is not sometimes flogging ourselves discipline is not beating yourself up discipline is not judging yourself and going over the top discipline is saying i'm going to stay in my lane i'm not going to go on social media i have now limited my social media exposure to twice a day <laughs> so it's not like you're being rigid what you're doing is you're um uh, becoming flexible right in yeah, infinitely <laughs> flexible in how you're going to deal with um, the scenarios that are in our circumstances that are in our lives currently. Um, and if we can be more flexible, yeah. then we can feel calmer and less worried. Um, because we're not, uh, like you said, like a dog on a bone, right? <laughs> um, just obsessing over misinformation and... Looking for a treat. Yeah. 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 And if we can become more flexible, and calmer and less worried, then um, we're better at getting along with other people and conversing with them. And that's something that is another topic. <laughs> that, we could do a whole season about getting along with other people. Yeah, <clears throat> especially right now during the pandemic, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but to continue on, mm -hmm. um, disciplining your mind, that basically allows you to soothe your brain and your life works better as a result it's just you know how you think determines what kind of an experience you're going to have in life and yeah taking that time to confront and monitor how you've been thinking and has it been um serving you to your higher good or has it been um, inhibiting mm. your progress towards things that you want to experience. I liked that what you said, soothe. To soothe the brain. I just had a picture of, you know, me w walking around with a, uh, uh, a heating pad duct taped to my head. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you fall down and hurt yourself, you know, you go between uh, using heat and cool to uh, the heat yeah. uh, comforts it. Uh, but the the coolness uh, reduces the inflammation and the swelling. Yeah, that would be a pretty picture, I think. <laughs> Duct tape a heating <coughs> pad to your head. I'm in, a, I'm in a very unique place today, folks, if you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> so, change right. begins when we change our thinking patterns. And then, only when we change our thinking patterns, can, then can we then change what we are doing to ensure that we're at least pointed in the right direction to get what we really, really want. And sometimes that requires getting out of our own our own way. Excuse me, excuse me. 
<laughs> getting our, out of our own way and all the stories that are stuck in our head that keep us stuck and take us out of the game. So, yeah, sometimes we just need to let go and, and uh, um, look at just yeah. whose story is this anyway. Yeah, and, Who, where did, where did that, and did that come from? And is it completely accurate? You know, <laughs> is this my story or is this my, my parents' story or is this uh, Joe Blow next door's story? Um, it's huge. You know, looking at the way we're thinking now and then examining what would be to our higher good. Exactly. So we're going to give some examples now. Mm-hmm. These are negative thoughts that inhibit us from forward progress, Amethyst. Do you have one? Yep. I was just thinking about this one. Um, <laughs> Stories like, I don't deserve to have something better, more or different. Oh. You know, a lot of people have a hard time letting go and giving themselves permission. And also feeling like they deserve. They're worthy of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and that they're enough. Right. That's a story. Yeah. And um, the other one that's been big for me since the pandemic began is, why bother? You know, why bother trying to work on something new? Why change, yeah. Why change? You know, nothing's going to change. You know, people aren't going to wear masks. Well, now people are wearing masks because if you want to go into the grocery store, you got to wear a bloody mask. And then there's fate thinking, right? Hmm? Fate thinking. It's, oh. We're doomed. Oh. It's just going to happen. There's, there's no way that the pandemic's going to... And we're all going to die and, you know, just... Well, I didn't quite go that extinction. far. Extinction. I mean, occasionally I would uh, no, humor myself. I've got friends like that, though, that say that, you know, <laughs> mankind is destroyed. And, oh, yeah. you know, just it's like the that. End. Yeah, basically. Oh. And they think that nothing can change. Why bother wearing a mask? Because we're all going to get it anyway. We may as well just get it over with. Like this oh, yeah. kind of thinking, um, I've I've heard this, yeah. and I don't know how many other people are telling themselves stories like this. That's a good point. Yeah, uh, but you know, I guess uh, we're <laughs> I used to amusing this little squirrel. So uh, at the beginning of the pandemic, we used to joke, "Okay, we're going to go venture out into zombie land." <laughs> oh yeah, play because dodgeball with play the dodgeball because so few people were wearing masks or social distancing or washing their hands. Or, yeah, and stuff like that. It's much. People have become much more conditioned and compliant now. <laughs> conditioned, fortunately. <laughs> so uh, another story is like, well, this is the way it's always been with me and my family, or you know, this is normal. Oh, the good one is, uh, when will things return back to normal? Mm. Uh, you know, or mm, I just need to suck it up. Oh, that was just they're literally cringeworthy to me. I mean, if you're listening to this, as you're listening to this, if you're anything like me, you're going to be either nodding your head or cringing or wanting to press stop and not hear anymore because mm -hmm. it's we're just being real about our experiences and how this internal narrative and stories that we tell ourselves we can actually change those stories. We've actually made a whole bit. That's what we do in our business is help people change their stories. 
but we literally are masterful storytellers that can really become catastrophic and toxic very quickly. That's the reason we're putting this out. And so if you're listening to this, just give yourself permission to pull over the side of the road if you're driving, or if you're listening to this at home, just make notes as you go about the things that, because aware, you know, I'm kind of getting ahead of ourselves here, but <clears throat> it all begins with awareness. I was thinking about um, about 2008 when we had that crisis, the financial crisis that evolved, yeah. and my business oh, was right. just folding because I was um, going through a divorce at the time, and um, I was just thinking how I said I'm not competent to do this, oh. you know, because I was questioning whether I'm going to open, keep the store open, or if I'm going to close it, or what I'm going to do, and. I said, I'm not competent to do this. And there was this name calling that was going on in my head, like, oh. right, um, you know, you're not intelligent enough to be, you're not a good enough business owner, you don't know what you're doing, those kind of things. Um, so it was, I'm not feeling competent to do this. And, um, you know, in relationships, um, I was in this relationship back in 1993 and I thought I'm not competent to go out on my own I have to stay with this person so there's all this this type of self-talk and stories right. that stop us from making the decisions that we need to make um, to take care of ourselves right and so what we're doing here is we're sharing with you <clears throat> some of the uh, <clears throat> pardon me the insights, the perspectives, things that we've learned, the negative thoughts or stories or narratives that we tell ourselves that kind of in nine different themes. And, um, you, you know, there was a time in my life where I didn't know that I had control over my thoughts. I thought they just were. And but the truth is, you do have control over your thoughts. And what we're going to learn yeah. is you don't have to believe every single negative thought you have and it doesn't have to end in you suffering and feeling miserable unnecessarily or at all yeah exactly so there are nine different ways that your thoughts lie to you to make this to make your situation the truth is these are kind of coping mechanisms they're just negative coping mechanisms right so yeah they may have worked for us in the past right um, but if they're not, if mm. you're not, they're not serving you now mm -hmm. to make your your life better, then you need to examine those thoughts and um, uh, not be making mountains out of molehills or uh, to make things worse than they really are. Right. And mm. yeah. Okay. So what's number one? Um, always thinking. So always always thinking <laughs> always <laughs> well we're always thinking i'm yeah i just thought i'd get clarity go ahead and i'll let you explain it <laughs> okay um so this is when you think in words like always and never and no one everyone every time everything it's like you feel like a victim right it, this is always happening to me 
Um, Everybody, no blah, blah, me. blah. Everyone's always picking on me. Every time I go to that store, somebody hits me or pushes me or whatever. Um, I'm not going you know. to the store. <laughs> okay, every time I go out in public, people aren't wearing their masks. Yeah, yeah. Um, everyone isn't washing their hands. I can tell. <laughs> people don't care. Yeah. I would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> So we feel no one does what I ask them to do. Always. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So we feel like a, when we um, feel like a victim, mm. this opens our mind. Um, we make our problems personal. So when you so you're saying that when we personify it, how does that how does that work? So we're we're making ourselves into victims. We're yeah. literally making it into an, an identity or what? We're taking our circumstances and we're making it personal. So okay. you were walking around um, mm. out on the street and there's people that aren't six foot distancing. Right. And they just mash right past you. Right. Um, <clears throat> we're taking it personal and we're saying things to ourselves. You know? Got it. Um, oh, okay. So, we're, be, so we're, we're, we're having an emotional reaction charge. And we're blaming or shaming around it. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. That's an always negative thought. Yeah. Um, always it's, if we believe that something always happens a certain way and will continue to, mm. um, what we're doing is we're taking away our personal power to try something different any other way. Right. Because we're just going to give up trying because we feel that there's some for some reason, there's some omnipresent force or whatever uh, that's holding us down or is out to get us. Like the monster from the Black Lagoon. That's from the 1970s, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it's that mentality of damned if I try because always is always out Murphy's to get me. Murphy's Law. He's always, always out to get me. Yeah. Um, but you know what I find is that affects our motivation and our drive and our will yep. to experience um, what it is we want. It's um, true. And during the pandemic, it's really been difficult because uh, it's very easy if we're also doom scrolling and uh, trying to search for information to stay up to date. Uh, we, we end up becoming kind of attached or chained to this doom and gloom this bomb that keeps us from really thriving because we're so we've we're we're not present. We're we're so obsessed with what's the, the you know. There's always a, there's always something. I mean, e even at the beginning of this podcast, I said you know that there's there's a such a like somebody sat on the fast forward button. Mm -hmm. That's a story I'm telling. Oh yeah. And now I've told it. To all the people listening, that's why I apologize. <laughs> but we have all these stories, right? And so and we, yeah, we're just stuck on. We're living in survival mode, right? Yeah. And living in a rut and autopilot because we're hyper vigilant, right? Just like that fight or flight thing that happens in our brains, you know, where we're just living in survival mode and we're reacting rather than responding. We're using the primal part of our brain of run, wanting to run and hide yeah. um, or get away 
and not using the thought processes of our higher brain and being able to respond and think things out. <laughs> That's what I say anyway. Pinky in the brain. <laughs> Uh, squirrel. So uh, that's a good. Those are good points. Now, number two. Yeah, I was just thinking the the one is a genius and the other one's insane. Oh. Pinky and the brain. <laughs> yeah, I just have to go look in the mirror, and it, the one that's insane is the one in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the second one is we want to talk about is focusing on the negative. When you mm. can only see the bad in a this is about when you can only see a bad in a situation. Now, our experiences are usually a mix of both positive and negative. Because we don't take one negative element and blow it out of, out of proportion. But it can kind of... Yeah, we don't want to like um, take it out of proportion or off kilter, right? Yeah, it, become, it takes on a life of its own, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Well, focusing on negatives makes us feel bad. And focusing on the positives usually make us feel better. Right. Um, well, a positive mind keeps you focusing on focusing on good experiences you have had and are now having, while at the same time finding what is valuable in the negative. Right. Right. Because um, basically, where you bring your attention, that de determines you how you on. feel. Yeah, right. you're gonna. We end up experiencing what we're gonna, what we put our attention to most of the time, and so if we're constantly focused on what's wrong and what's negative, we're gonna we're gonna struggle because uh, well, we keep creating this pattern of thought and we keep reinforcing it. We don't want to be, um, now I can't remember the name of it, but you know how they have downer Debbies and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> we don't want to be the one where you're pie in the sky, you know, floating oh. around up there in the clouds with your head up there. And, oh, we're all going to have happy thoughts all the time. Oh, we'll be just Just feel good and ignore the, our health and our well-being, you yeah. know. The blue sky people. Oh, it's a, such a beautiful day, isn't it? And the wind's howling at 40 miles an hour and the snow's going and <laughs> yeah Pollyanna Pollyanna I knew it was Pollyanna. a downer Debbie yeah. <laughs> Pollyanna <laughs> Pollyanna the opposite of downer Debbie is Pollyanna, Pollyanna. oh everything's just fine I'm fine How plastered smile on their face right? yeah yeah so I guess the trick is to be concerned when you need to be concerned and yeah, that's uh, the tough part yeah because well, there's no worry. There's no magic in worrying. It's not going to make it happen. It's not going to make things better. Worrying. It's better to just think about things, right? And yeah. be as rational about it as you can. Now it's hard to just say be rational because when you're fe feeling irrational, how do you just change and be rational, right. right? But there is a time to be concerned, and there's a time to just put it aside, maybe compartmentalize or something like that. Yeah. Um, set a time in the day where you're going to think about something, not be constantly going over and over, you know, like a hamster in a wheel <laughs> in our mind all the time. Um, but to find the good in situations. Mm. Well, and that <laughs> that's, that's a challenge during the pandemic, isn't it? Trying to find the good, the good in the situ in the situations. 
I was just thinking about um, about two years ago um, I phoned uh, a friend and I said oh you're home I, you're usually gone to church on Sunday and uh, she says yeah I've already I've already um, heard that topic <laughs> I know what they're going to talk about <laughs> I know what the, exactly what's going to be said and um, I think when you focus on the positive, it opens up a wider range of opportunities. So she's, she could have had a wider range of opportunity to learn something new, which she was closing off her but, mind. But she never gave herself the chance. No, she didn't. And she probably missed out on a lot of stuff. Right. Right. So that's, that's focusing just an on example. That. So that's, that's another example. It's kind of a, you know, I already know that doesn't sound like a negative, but it is. So let's move on to number three, fortune telling. So, I can tell this is going to be a good one. <laughs> okay, well, uh, where's your crystal ball? <laughs> it's an eight ball, thank you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we make decisions in our household based on the eight ball. <laughs> the eight ball. <laughs> we just dated ourselves again. Actually, no. Uh, Do they make the eight ball anymore? I, I bet they I bet they do. I haven't been at Toy Story in like forever, but I bet there is a, a magic eight ball. There's probably an app Spencer's. for that. Oh yeah. I bet there's an app for it. Yeah, we don't need you an shake your phone. phone <laughs> shake your phone. <laughs> so, fortune telling. This ant is when you predict the worst. So possible an ant is income. an automatic negative thought. Oh yeah, thank you. Okay. Ant, it doesn't come and Wait, eat your right? breakfast on your picnic blanket. Yeah. Okay, so this automatic negative thought is when you predict the worst possible outcome to a situation. So when we predict the worst thing, such as, I'm going to fill this class, or my business is going to sink, or stink, <laughs> or stink, or I'll never get it launched, mm. or I can't go on that plane ride because I'll have a panic attack. It'll so, crash. So you think the worst things, and you predict it, and what ends up happening is your heart beats faster, and you have faster breathing, and more shallow and then those adrenal glands pump out the cortisol and and the adrenaline <laughs> sound effects <laughs> this can affect us in our um our stomach <laughs> our <laughs> you come with sound effects okay high blood pressure do that one okay and impaired immunity try that one to name a few <laughs> yeah this is definitely a pandemic podcast today isn't it <laughs> We're amusing ourselves. Yeah, I know. We're, 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 we're uh, all that in a bag of chips yeah, <laughs> today anyway. <laughs> but what, ha what you're basically saying is the stress levels become higher with fortune telling because we're trying to predict things that will come true. And when it comes to fortune telling, your thoughts, your thoughts become negative and your actions become those uh, almost automatically. And that again, it's the same thing about um, work living in the primal brain and yeah. scaring yourself, and it affects your body, right? You get the blood pressure problems, and you get the cortisol, and it just affects everything. Yeah, it's true. And then <clears throat> all that just it messes up and it confuses us because it kind of clouds our guts, feeling the intuition, and it, we're kind of all feel scattered kind of all over the place 
then be, when that happens, we end up making bad choices or questionable decisions, and, or we just stay in a soup of confusion, and, and the result is we're not actually moving forward. And when you get to that, when we get to that point, we've lost perspective. And one of the things I was going to say, we talked about this in another episode of our podcast, mm -hmm. is clarity. The answer mm -hmm. for confusion, the answer when you lost perspective, is to always seek clarity. Because otherwise, you're going to start chasing confirmation bias, right? Right. Well, what happens is as soon as you see a confirmation what you believe to be true, <gasps> there you it is. You become narrow-minded or like having blinders on a horse, right? Where you can't see mm. to the side um, and get scared by people that, you know, coming to right. get them and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Because your need to maintain the status quo yeah. about what it Staying is you in believe. The zone. Yeah. And you close yourself off from any other possibilities. Right. So the problem is that you have also made it extremely difficult or if not impossible to see anything different exactly so the truth is is that we can learn to reframe these negative thoughts and kind of adjust our mood and disposition right and, and as a result you know things will improve we'll feel better and we won't we can actually escape the negative cycle of storytelling we can and fortune telling you know, you don't have to get your crystal ball out and uh, get all dressed up and, uh, uh, you know. Start chanting. You start chanting, doing <laughs> cantations or standing on your head or yeah. whatever. Uh, you don't have to be isolated all the time and paranoid all the time. You have to be diligent. But uh, I think the point here is about staying present, right? Right. Um, instead of fortune telling and being yeah, in yeah. the future or um, being the person who lives in the past. Yeah. But if you can stay in the present and see um, circumstances for what they are. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. If you, if you can see things for what they are and stay present, you won't start telling these stories and try to do this What's going fortune telling, here. right? Yeah. So what's number four? This is the last one we're going to cover today. Oh, I was trying to send you subliminal messages. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I really suck at that. <laughs> mind reading. Oh, it's called mind reading. You're supposed to and mind read. You know, projecting, you know, trying to read. You know, we're, we're mind reading, we're, but we're also imagining and projecting how people are feeling, what they're thinking. Yeah. It's kind of it's similar to fortune telling, but not. Well, it's kind of like, you know, you sit down in a chair, oh, yeah. and somebody comes up to you and says, "You're sitting in that chair because you're trying to get out of doing the dishes." <laughs> <laughs> They're kind of like oh. assigning you a motive or something, but then you may have sat down in that chair because you spent the last four hours washing the floor, and you know and you're tired, right? Right. Or maybe you are sitting there so that they'll do the or dishes. Or you, you spent the, you spent an hour staring at your spreadsheet and you got you got a frown. Yeah, uh, you, spreadsheet face. Uh, so what's going on? That's a real thing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the two little lines between the eyebrows that furrow. Spreadsheet face. Spreadsheet face. Yeah. 
But this negative thought, it involves when you believe that you know what another person is thinking and it's not good. Even though they haven't, they haven't told you and you didn't even bother to ask them, um, some people would call that intuition. They say um, intuition or my gut feeling. But this is different than having yes. um, intuition. This is more like a poisonous mind reading habit. And sometimes it's not easy to tell the difference between the two. And you know. So mind reading can feel like intuition, but really it's a projection. Okay. Um, sometimes we can see things that others miss and we can know a great deal without being able to explain exactly how. So this intuition is like gut feeling. Okay. But if you believe your intuition without checking it out, you might end up knowing a lot that isn't true. And sometimes you're right, but sometimes you've invented your own reality or a story. <laughs> right. And then... And then when you've created this whole story, you end up living in a world where everything's green, where everything's red. You know, you live in this world colored by our own uh, negative thoughts and made up stories and these kind of, the, the, the squirrel-like free-floating uh, feelings. It's kind of like the floaties that you get in your eye. <laughs> you just kind of flitter and float about. And what happens is that this creates anxiety in us we create we we kind of become our own enemy here but it also can interfere in our relationships because we end up drawing conclusions and making statements and thinking about things that could be actually a complete waste of our time and energy and waste of our life because you don't have to live that way you can actually live your life rather than just complaining about it and doing nothing so today, in this, in this episode, we covered uh, four uh, automatic neg negative thoughts and some examples. We, just to summarize, we talked about always thinking. We talked about how we can focus on the negative. The third one was the fortune telling. And the fourth one, uh, we talked about mind reading and projection. So these are mental habits, narrative storytelling that we energy that we give and so the next right and so they um quitting our mental habits um mm. is necessary for us to start over and that is a theme with right. the pandemic right now with all the change that's going on um, in businesses for example yeah. um we need to start over again um Yep. contingency plans or even on our personal lives starting over is um, necessary to be able to get on with things yeah I think um, that's a really interesting observation it just struck me what you said there is that in order to move forward you have to stop complaining you have to stop fueling the pandemic fears and fueling the and feeding off of the uncertainty and get present in the present moment so that you can create, do what you need to do to create what you need to create to live the life that you want to live so you don't have to keep complaining. And you don't have to stay in survival mode. Right. You can actually thrive still. Yeah. Right. 
And right now we feel like there's nothing we can do yep. at times, right, yep. um, with the situation. But there is a lot more we can do. Um, you know, we may not be able to uh, control the fact that there is a pandemic or anything, mm -hmm. but we can choose how we respond. Absolutely. And how we think and how we deal with it. Exactly. So th as you can tell, this is a fairly involved and in-depth topic. Uh, next week, uh, next week's show, we're going to do the final five items of uh, uh, automatic negative thoughts that yeah. we uh, and that we chase or indulge in that end up uh, wasting our time and uh, consuming a lot of energy. So stay tuned. If you have any questions, we can be questions about things we've said or uh, maybe things you disagree with or feedback that you have for us. We'd love to hear from you. You can find Life Origami on Twitter and on Facebook. And uh, if, you, if you're so inclined, feel free to call us. 403-307-8281. You'll need something called a telephone to do that. <laughs> yeah, but we it never costs money to talk. We're always happy to talk to people. So feel free to give us a ringy-dingy. We'd love to hear from you. See you next week.